40inbox.com here. So Binance's CZ has poker to thank for his $96 billion Bitcoin fortune. So I thought this would be kind of an interesting story to kind of like cover. So Binance CEO Changpeng CZ Zhao originally bought into Bitcoin after being convinced during a poker home game in 2013. The 44-year-old found out about Bitcoin during a three-handed game of poker with Bobby Lee, then CEO of BTC China and renowned investor Ron Cao. Both men persuaded him to invest 10% of his net worth into Bitcoin, which at the time was worth less than $100. He went on to launch Binance, currently one of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchanges, with a daily trade volume of more than $57 billion. According to Bloomberg, CZ's net worth stands at $96 billion, but that excludes his cryptocurrency portfolio, with speculators estimating that his personal holdings of BNB exceed the $10 billion mark alone. So, let's see. So, CZ Binance at CZ Binance January 11, 2022. CZ's original foray into Bitcoin provides another clear example of a crossover between the gaming industry and cryptocurrency. A group of traders hosted a $1 million buy-in poker tournament late last year during the Bitcoin Miami conference while a tournament last summer raised $100,000 of Ethereum for charity. A key topic that plagues both industries is regulation. Online poker has been restricted across several parts of the globe, while some regions have outright banned the sale of or use of cryptocurrencies. However, the United States appears to be warming to both sectors, with plans being lobbied to build a mega casino in New York that would feature a cryptocurrency trading floor. So here's the thing, right? For those that end up stumbling upon this, the reason why we kind of like cover this is that... I don't think people understand how big cryptocurrency is intertwined with gambling. And it's honestly a very scary situation when you really take a look at it. Because here's the thing. There's going to always be people irresponsible with their money, right? But here's the thing. Going down like the normal route of gambling in terms of like going to a casino, doing slots, all that kind of stuff, there's still regulations on that, right? Like even casinos will end up finding a way to basically stop you from going past a certain limit because they want you to be a repeat customer, right? And they're not going to basically purposely destroy you 100% because, again, they want you as a repeat customer and they want you for basically a customer for life, right? But when you intertwine cryptocurrency with gambling, you get into situations with like certain companies out there that, again, influencers promoted these online gambling platforms or casinos where they are unregulated And you have people of every age losing everything and getting into debt 
and losing even that, and getting into more debt and losing even that. Like, it gets into the situation where you could be doing okay financially. You might go to like the casino nearby you and like maybe gamble away and lose maybe five hundred dollars this month, a thousand dollars next month, all that kind of stuff, all the way to where you're doing like cryptocurrency online gambling, and now you're losing like hundreds of thousands of dollars in a single month, right? And it's completely unregulated to the point where you're probably even going to get like a knock on your door by like like loan sharks, like it's going to get like nuts, right? So you got to be very careful when you intertwine something as addictive like gambling, whether it be like poker, slots, anything related to like gamifying and cryptocurrency. Now, I don't necessarily think this is going to be as big of a problem in terms of like the actual gaming industry in cryptocurrency. That being said, a personal story, I have a buddy who I know likes to play a lot of video games, right? And a lot of the games that he plays is for free, right? And yet, I asked him, like, wait, so like you could buy, like, skins in this game, you could buy, you know, like, different, like, attributes in this game, you could, like, unlock different features within this game, right, if you were to buy it. And I asked him, like, how much money did you spend on this free game, right? And he told me the amount, and I was like, I almost, like, almost threw up in my mouth. I was like, why? Like, you just spent, like, a decent amount of money on a game that's free, right? And there's not, like, for example, for those that might end up, like, listening to this, if you don't do this yourself, you could probably ask someone that you know, like, hey, do you have, like, any games on your phone? They might say, like, yeah. It's like, well, have you ever, like, did any sort of, like, in-app purchase? They could be like, yeah. Do you know how much you spent? They might be like, uh, I don't know, right? And if they were to actually, like, check it and see how much they actually spent on, like, an in-app purchase for something that is technically free to actually use, they're probably going to get really disgusted with themselves, right? So this is the problem when you gamify something and you tie it with money, and specifically you tie it with something like cryptocurrency where the amount of losses that could end up happening is unlimited, right? It's basically similar to like shorting a stock. Your losses are literally infinite, right? Because there's a lot of like cryptocurrency types of things where they're going to potentially offer massive amounts of leverage to you on the money that you put in there, right? So maybe you put like $1,000 into like an online gambling platform that's unregulated with cryptocurrency and they might offer you like a 100 times X leverage on that $1,000. So you might be originally just using $1,000 and thinking it's not that big of a deal, but you might end up getting to the point where now you are actually got the power of controlling $100,000 in terms of like leverage, in terms of like straight debt. And if you end up losing all that money, 
and is pure debt on this unregulated cryptocurrency platform, it could get really bad. So I just want people to be like really careful when you get involved with cryptocurrency, when you get involved with cryptocurrency within gaming, right? Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with actually getting involved in cryptocurrency, right? But it's something that you should really only do after you get your financial foundation set. So what we mean by this is like, once you're out of debt, once you get an emergency fund, and once you're already automatically investing towards your future, any excess cash that you have, go ahead and like make bets in like cryptocurrency if you really want to. Go ahead and like, you know, maybe bet on something in cryptocurrency if you really want to, right? But you got a limit, right? Just this excess cash that you have. So you don't touch anything that's actually going to have an effect on your life. And a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck and they just decide that they want to gamble. And if they end up doing like cryptocurrency and gambling together, you could get yourself into a really bad situation. I remember checking out something where someone was literally almost like $200,000 in debt to a cryptocurrency gambling platform and they were like only like 19 years old. Like that is scary. Right, like you do not want to be in that type of situation. So just keep that in mind. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and is very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.